seems like it's all just happened in the past year. All of a sudden, everybody's being canceled. Yeah, and then you talk about the school board meetings. They know that as long as the family remains strong, that socialism can't flourish. They're trying to dismantle the family. Live your life with purpose. Change someone's life for the better and leave a lasting impact on those around you. Welcome to Finish Strong, the podcast designed to help you discover your unique purpose and develop a plan to leave a powerful legacy. Dan, Brian, and Terry are ready, so let's get started. Something is going on in our country. Something that has been sneaking in for many years, but now it's out in full view and on full display. I'm talking about socialism, and I'm going to read what David Jeremiah says about it in his new book, Where Do We Go From Here? He says, a deadly virus is quietly spreading throughout our nation. It is far more lethal than COVID-19. And most Americans are totally unaware of the threat that it poses to our freedom and our way of life. This disease is called socialism and until recently, it had been considered public enemy number one by Americans. That is no longer the case. A 2020 poll showed that 40% of Americans had a favorable view of socialism. And that number goes to 61% when the polling is for those between the ages of 18 and 24. From the erosion of free speech and free exercise of religion to the looming threat of a one world government that allows for no opposition, socialism is a pernicious force that the followers of Christ must be ready to face head on. Our freedom and perhaps our very lives dependent on it. Well, you're listening to Finish Strong. I'm Dan Wheeler, joined by Terry Steen and Brian Rowland. Guys, it just, it feels like it came out of nowhere, but it's been creeping in in our universities and in politics for quite a while. We're hearing about it more and more and I don't think people know what to do with it. Yeah, not only are we hearing about it, we're seeing about it, you know, with the cancel culture and big tech and these fact checkers. This is like 1984, George Orwell on steroids. Brian, did you ever think you'd see this in America? Never thought I'd see it in America, but I'll tell you, I do remember as a kid watching Khrushchev at the United Nations taking his shoe and pounding it on the podium saying, we will bury you from Mm. within. Yeah. And boy, if that isn't happening all these years later. Yeah. He, He called it. And the thing is, people know that it hasn't worked. I mean, look at Venezuela. They were this thriving nation. And now it's just filled with, you know, a lot of poor people. I mean, the Soviet Union, Cuba, China, Venezuela... Where has it worked where the people are truly happy? And there's just so many signs of socialism today, Brian. really is, but I think it's important to describe exactly what socialism is because everybody seems to be skirting the issue and just buying into it. But I say, I think we need to start with uh, what you think it is, T. It really boils down to two things. It's common ownership 
and dem- democratic control. So it's ownership and control. And of course, they present it as by the people, that all the people will equally own, equally control. But obviously, that doesn't work with all these millions of people. So who has to do it? The government. And when you get to that type of government, it's only specific people running the government. And that's what we're seeing today. So, (laughs) And socialism is based on secular values, not on Christian morality. It goes back to Karl Marx. And unfortunately, because Mm. it's not based on Christian morality, it's anti-God. They're putting church against the state. It's totalitarianism. They're trying to define and control reality. It's divisive. We know all about that as they promote division within the classes, racial, sexual, gender, that whole thing. And finally, it's deadly. In the 20th century, 92 to 93 million people died because of socialism. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amazing. Those are not uh, numbers (laughs) to be taken lightly. This is serious stuff. And, you know, they want to make government God. That's why there's no yep. place for right. God. But mm-hmm. but we see what's going on in the news, and boy, there's signs of it everywhere. Yeah, the signs are, are very telling, and and a lot of it is happening so fast that we don't realize that it's slipping into socialism and how socialism started in other countries. Uh, mm-hmm. One would be, as we all know recently, is the destruction of monuments. They're taking down monuments. They're breaking our history apart. Um, they're, they're trying to set us up so we don't remember what really happened. They want to Abe rewrite Lincoln? history. And come on, yeah, I know, <laughs> Abe Lincoln, I know, right? yeah, exactly. It's crazy. But the word "remember" is found 164 times in the Old Testament. Yes. So we are to remember. Isaiah 46 9 says, "Remember the former things of old, for I am God and none like me." But we find that revisionist historians are just scrubbing our children's textbooks with all the biblical truths and Christian Christian stories that are in that, and they're taking that out, and they're rewriting history to, to suit their own secular and social agendas. And by doing that, they're setting a stage for, like you said, these young people that are coming out now that are in favor of socialism, it's because they, they don't remember. They don't have what was in the past now. This has been taken out. And so this is that's the start of it. And one of it now is... Taking off, taking away our history and rewriting it. That's the first part. Yeah, another one is, you know, cancel culture. Everybody knows what that is. Boy, if you stand up for conservative values or you go against the tide, they will cancel you. I mean, yep. if, you know, you have a program <laughs> on TV, they will go after the sponsors. Uh, I look at some of these athletes that, uh, you know, are against, uh, you know, they don't want to take the vaccine, you know, the person's right to choose. And yet they are, people come after them. It doesn't matter who you are. And, you know, we saw an instance of a woman elected to lieutenant governor of Virginia, a woman of color from another country, and they're calling her a white supremacist. I mean, come on. (laughs) How crazy is that? But that's what Marxism teaches, that there's no room for tolerance, no room for dissenting opinions. They've got to be shut down because they they fear that, you know, the, the people are going to rise up and, and they just can't afford 
to let any dissenting opinion gain any traction. But of course, we're seeing pushback with a lot of what's going on at school board meetings and things like that. Right. People aren't backing down. But this cancel culture, man, you know, it, it seems like it's all just happened in the past year. All of a sudden, yeah. everybody's being canceled. Yeah, and then you talk about the school board meetings. Well, socialism, they know that as long as the family remains strong, that socialism can't flourish. So what are they doing? They're trying to Mm -hmm. be divisive with uh, suppressing that that wives are suppressed by their husbands and children are suppressed. And they're wanting to raise our children. They're wanting to determine the income levels. They want to dictate whether a wife has to go to work or doesn't have to go to work. They're trying to dismantle the family because they know that that is such a key part of our country and the integrity of who we are. So that's another thing that they're doing. And yet you wonder who are they? It seems like these people who are committed to socialism are planted throughout all areas. I mean, they're on school boards, they're in government, they're in places of, of power, but it's, it's so important for people to stand up for their freedoms, for their yeah. rights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one's the redistribution of wealth. And we understand what that is, but we know the importance of capitalism. That's what made us the great country we are today. You know, equality cannot be engineered. I know some people who there are some Christians, believe it or not, that don't have that much of a problem with socialism. And one of the biblical things they talk about is in Acts in the early church where the, uh, the, those who had gave to those who didn't have, so everybody had enough. And yeah, that's an example, but the reality is that is so different because that was based on need. It was done voluntarily. It wasn't something that was authoritatively demanded. So, yes, another one. <laughs> well, the next one I see coming is defunding Whoa. the police. Oh, boy. And boy, have we seen that. Um, ever since so that's last two years or so, every time there is any time people are going out and trying to make a point, I can't even get my words straight. They now wanted to fund the police because riots start taking place and places are getting burned down. And then they blame the police when they try to go in and stop it. So the socialists want to control all of our law enforcements so they can make the police the villains. Yeah. And when they can do that, then they can defund them. But as we've seen in each American city that has defunded their police or have cut back um, on the money to the police, each city have, has seen a dramatic increase in crime and violent crimes, not just crime itself, but the community leaders that they want to put in these places and residents or these public services, as you will, um, they, they lead to gangs ruling the streets, while these progressives that are trying to defund the police have their own personal security guards, and they accommodate them wherever they go. Yeah, you know, the one it, thing that it, the Bible does tell us in Romans thirteen four is, for the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for the rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. That's what our police force is there for. Because these people are wrong. They're doing wrong, but yet they're making the police the villains and not the people that are committing the crimes. 
And I think this all comes down to progressive politicians want the local government to fail so they can federalize the cities and states and move all the power to Washington. And that's where the problem comes in. And is anyone surprised that in these cities where they want to defund the police and police are quitting because they're not being supported by these politicians? Is anyone surprised that crime is through the exactly. roof? That all these they dangerous crimes? I mean, it's common sense. It makes no yeah. sense. Right. But but people are somehow falling for these this craziness? Oh. I don't get it. Yeah. Well, you know, what does the Bible say about socialism? Well, it does, you know, one thing that socialism does is it wants everybody to be on an even playing field and so that nobody has to work. They want the government. They want handouts. And yet in Ephesians 4.28, it says, He who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something youthful, useful with his own hands, that he may have something to share with those in need. You know, they, they talk about people are in need, and that's why we need to go to a, a socialist form of government so that everybody's equal. But, you know, it's people aren't looking at the success that capitalism has had and the failure socialism has had abject socialism and you know they say oh you know property should be shared but there's a lot of verses in the bible that are just you know against that in thessalonians 310 it says uh well i'm gonna have to look it up guys <laughs> i've got that you're <laughs> so, saying second thessalonians it's those who refuse to work should not eat yeah yeah pretty basic stuff there so it just mm-hmm. i mean the bible when people say that the Bible teaches socialism, like you said, they're just taking it from the chapter of Acts, uh, you know, the ch- chapters in Acts where they're talking about the Christians were all together and they had things in common and they shared things. So I don't know. Am I the only one, guys, that think that none of this makes sense? Nope. I think you're 100% right. And I can't figure out why people can't see that. And a lot, I think, is common sense. I mean, you look at it and you're going, think about it. You know, don't just do it. Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think individually, I've always, I'm a pretty naive guy and I give people the benefit of the doubt and I've seen the pieces and each individual piece, you sit there and go, that's craziness. And then you see this and you Mm -hmm. go, that is crazy. And you see this and you go, that's (laughs) stupid. Until recently... I never put it all together to think there was an intentional plan or ploy to move our country in that direction as much as it's like it's like these metal pieces to a magnet. It's like they're all just coming closer and closer, faster and faster to where you can't do anything but acknowledge that there is a well-crafted plan out there. To bring right. us in this direction. And if we don't stand up and say something, if we don't ring the bell, everybody's mm-hmm. got to open their eyes. Everybody's got to stop and think about how what a slippery slope this is. Yeah, right. like you said, you thought it was all random until you look at the playbook for Marxism. Yeah. And it's all right there. Divide them by ra- race. Make them dependent on the government for everything, including health care. Create right. a health scare, which we've right. obviously seen, and we've seen the power grab that has gone on from that. 
So in defunding the police, creating chaos so that the government has to police everything. You're right, Terry. It is a well-crafted plan. And I think it took a lot of us by surprise, but I, I think it's been going on for a long time. When you look at what people are being taught in, in the major universities across the land, I mean, there's, there's professors that are teaching that America is a horrible country. We have to pay for the sins yeah. of our past. You know, the thing, Dan, is that we fought against it for so long and, and in two world wars yeah. that uh, it's for us it's hard to believe because we've always been against that. And we've seen what it's done. And we've been the heroes of that because we we were the, the, the ideal of how to, what to live by or how to live by. You know, capitalism, what it's done and how people can, how they can run their head their own lives. And you could you could do as much as you want to do or do as little as you want to do is in capitalism. You know, where this is, everything is taken away. The rug is pulled out from underneath us now, what they're trying to do, and put everybody into what I say to you guys, a herd mentality. Everybody yeah. starts following yeah. all the same. And that's where it takes us to. Where when we start falling into this, we all start getting in that herd mentality. Yeah. And you talk right. about anti-capitalism. I mean, the Bible is so full of things talking about finances and the advice for us and how to use our money. And none of it lines up with socialism. All of it's capitalistic. We're to be thrifty. You know, I remember when the riots were going on and people were stealing and taking things from like a target and local politicians were saying, well, maybe those people need things, but in the 10 commandments, it says thou shalt not steal. (laughs) And it also says, you shall not covet your neighbor's house, your neighbor's wife, his manservant, maidservant, his ox, his donkey, anything that doesn't belong to you. So that's one way, Terry. But then the principles of capitalism, as far as ownership and investing, right, are are clearly Yeah, there's thousands of scriptures. Proverbs is full of them talking about the importance of being thrifty. And why would you have to be thrifty if everybody's going to get the same money and and get everything the same. The same with land ownership. The Bible talks in Matthew about investing, and it tells us in Luke that the laborer is worthy of his wages. So, you know, he talks about working hard throughout Scripture, like you'd said before in Thessalonians, that if if you're not willing to work, then you're not going to eat. So I don't think it can get too much plainer than that. And in First Timothy, right. it talks about the family should take care of those in need. So if there's somebody in need, it's up to the family or the church to do it. Nowhere in Scripture does it say the government will take care of those in need. And I think another thing that the Bible tells us, um, that it warns us against atheistic governmental systems. You know, over in Romans 13.1, it says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. And we look at that, atheism is not established by God. And so these the governments that are coming up with this and taking God out of it, you see how fast it deteriorates. You see how fast America has been deteriorating. Uh, they're taking God out of everything. And yeah. you see... That's like a cancer and spreads quickly. And that's what's happening to us right now. And I I know that if every state, if every governor would say, 
fall on their knees and pray and ask God to forgive them to heal their land that he would. I mean, he's just looking for America to do that. Well, that leads us to the next point. Let's get, let's give some solutions in our final few minutes. How do we resist socialism, Terry? Well, one thing is that we have to refuse the lies that are in, that are permeating our our country, and you know the society it lacks common sense. So some of it's so crazy we tend to ignore it, but it's important that we don't ignore it. So we have to refuse to say what we do not think. So we can't accept those things. And uh, we can't be taken in by the lies and begin believing it or writing it off by silence. So we need to not believe the lies. We need to resolve to follow Christ, not just go along with what's going on. Right. John fifteen nineteen. if you are of the world, the world will love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. And Brian, we, we need to resist some of this craziness. Resist any way you can. You know, whatever the government tries to force us to violate our biblical beliefs, we need to speak up. Yeah. Peter wrote that in Acts 5.29, that we ought to obey God rather than man. Yes. So we have to speak up when they, when, when they try to get us to do something a certain way that is against God's plans. We can have one voice. Everybody can get together and have one voice. And when you have one voice, it's powerful. But we need to speak up. What else can we do, Terry? Well, you know, uh, we you can compare to other countries, and you mentioned it at the top of the the podcast, is all the different countries that have been part of socialism, and it doesn't work. They've all failed. Venezuela is the latest and the key example. I know we're running out of time, but listen, listen to these six things that Chavez did in Venezuela, and tell me if you've heard any of them in the United States. One, he rewrote the Constitution, which they're trying to okay. <laughs> ignore our Constitution. Mm-hmm. Two, he called mm-hmm. free rights a government provided health care, education, and social justice. Three, <laughs> because the he didn't have control of the Supreme Court, he stacked the court with new justices loyal to him. We've heard that. He nationalized the media. He nationalized utilities, food, and banks. And then the last piece was eliminating term limits so he could be in power forever. And look what has happened to Venezuela. There's millions of people trying to get out of the country. They live on a dollar a day. They used to be one of the richest countries in Latin America. It's sad. So... Oppressed, hopeless, and nothing more than a barren land. That's what I wrote down in my notes. Right. Mm. Darkness cannot withstand light. We need to be a light in this darkness. I'll tell you, it's just, I think people are just saying, well, somebody else is going to fix this, and I'm not going to worry about it. It'll all work out. You know, America always comes through, but we can't have that attitude. First Peter 3.22 tells us that Jesus, who has gone into heaven, is on the right hand of God, Angels and authorities and powers will be made subject to him. We have God on our side. Yep. We have the Lord, and we know that all that's going on is in direct opposition to the word of God. Final thoughts, guys. We're at the very end here. Socialism. Is it social justice or social suicide? Wow. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You, you took you a while to think that one up, didn't <laughs> you? Did. It's been a long show. You know, we don't normally talk about stuff like this because this has a political yeah. slant to it, which we stay away from. But it's truly not politics. It's truly right. biblical right. Or, or unbiblical, and it's worth talking about. It is. Yep. No, there's there's truth. There's truth in the Bible, and that's just that you're you're finding the truth of what socialism is by yep. finding what the Bible says about it. This is the biggest test America's faced. I remember Ronald Reagan said that we're always one gen- freedom is always one generation away from extinction. That's right. And boy, aren't we seeing it? Mm-hmm. So fight as if your life and your country depends on it, because it does. Finish strong. Yep by resisting big government and herd mentality. We are so glad you joined us for this edition of Finish Strong, and we pray that you'll continue to tune in as we say, don't just sit back and retire to the golf course. Let's go hard. Let's finish our race strong. God bless everyone. Thank you for listening to Finish Strong. For more information about Finish Strong and Fearless Faith, check out their website, ffaith.org. Make sure that you rate and review this podcast to help more people accomplish their God-given purpose so that together we can finish strong.